Hello, hello, and welcome to your favorite podcast, Comics and Collectibles in the Crawl Space. As usual, I'm your host, your fourth or fifth favorite podcaster, Kevin. And I've got two. We're already doing better than we did last week at the beginning. Amazing gentleman with me. Uh, you want to say hi, Patrick? Hey, everybody. And then the, the one and only... The awesome speculator, Mike. Want to say hi, Mike? Hello, everyone. I know you love that speculator yeah. moniker, so I figured I'd throw that in. I love it whenever I'm on, and I really don't like it when I miss like a, for a month, you know, by a mile. <laughs> well, that doesn't usually happen. That's why I keep insisting that we keep calling you that. Oh, I miss. Because I, I, I miss quite a, quite a few. I just don't televise it. You don't you don't share the misses. Yeah, yeah I, I guess I have long sense. boxes of misses. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this podcast. That is an edited version of our live stream from Sunday, March thirteenth, two thousand twenty-two. If you're listening today for the second word of the fun fan freebie phrase, note that all recording of the first word of the phrase have been edited out of this podcast. You can still find out what the first word of the phrase is by watching the recording of that live stream, which is still available on YouTube and Facebook at Excel Comics. The second word of the phrase is loving. Please listen to our Thursday podcast, which will be published no later than Friday, March 18th, 2022, to find out what the third word of the phrase is. If you're located in the contiguous United States and are the first listener to send us the proper three-word phrase through a message at our website, ExcellerComics.com, either through the chat balloon or the We're Here to Help button at the bottom of the website, we will message you back that you've won. After that, you just need to respond back and let us know what particular geek culture collectible you'd like to receive from us, valued up to $6. Not including the shipping, we'll cover that. Or you could just let us know your favorite superhero or any fictional character for that matter. Or maybe a trading card or any geek culture that you're into and we can surprise you with what we send. But rest assured, it will be worth at least $6. To add on to that, if you answer the trivia question correctly through our podcast question on the Spotify app, we will increase the value to $7. Lastly, Thank you for listening to our podcast, watching our live stream, and participating in the fun fan freebie phrase giveaway. Spread the word. I wanted to actually uh, start today's show with a notification, I guess, to everyone watching and uh, share it with all your friends and family that we have a website now, ExcellerComics.com. Uh, I've got this little video of a scroll through of our website. This is a mobile version, but you know, of course, uh, you know, you can see it on desktop, you know, which is better actually. So, yeah. <laughs> but we've got kind of all kinds of fun things on here about the podcast, what we sell on eBay, some special posts like your uh, post Mike about uh, what to look what to be on lookout for you saw we have our a couple reviews up there too I'll try to update that as they come through I think you can only have three but that's Mike's current be on the lookout for post I put that on there it's on Facebook of course but uh, it's on there 
A nice little quote there. I love that quote. I'm fond of that quote. Then you can join our mailing list. I don't know what to do with that. I can assure anybody who joins our mailing list will not be shared with anyone else either. And then links to all our social platforms and then a, a little picture there at the end. <laughs> uh, it's actually a gallery that you can go through. Did you guys see all that? Was that clear? Yeah, yeah, it was great. Okay. Yeah, I, I want to say good job on all that. I know you did all, all that layouts. So, you know, looks good. Yeah, I tried, you know, just playing around. So I appreciate that. I hope uh, everybody else, aside from us, loves it as well, of course. <laughs> yeah, and it's a lot different looking at it from uh, on a phone to a desktop. Yeah. It looks so good on the desktop. Mm hmm as i'm fine yeah, i agree i even went to facebook on the desktop for the first time in i don't know five years and uh wow i was lost <laughs> it's so different uh, yeah all right so i mentioned to you guys before the show i had an idea and as much as i like to refer to mike as the speculator i like to identify myself as the idea guy Right. And, you know, honestly, I don't know amongst the group whether that's a good or a bad thing or that they agree or not, but I still use it because I like to call myself that. So I have an idea. And here's the idea. It's called the fun fan freebie. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and you can, we can adjust any of this, whether it be the stupid name I came up with to the content of what I'm getting ready to tell you. And everything in between once we do it uh what it is is a way to connect people to not only obviously watching the live stream but also listening to the podcast not only our thursday show which is only a podcast but also the edited down live stream podcast that i post on mondays because in to my in my opinion it's it's a it's a really different experience, you know, be, way better audio-wise. Obviously, it can't compete video-wise, but way better uh, audio, in my opinion, the way I edit it down and get rid of the ums and the pauses and all that, which isn't really that annoying when you're on video, but if you're on video, it's like, yeah. oh, my God, that was horrible. But anyway, to not only connect people to the podcast, but then also connect people to the website. So I'm going to come up with a phrase uh, every week, and I'm getting ready to say today's, uh, and the phrase will be three words, and the first word of the phrase, okay, now you'll get the second word of the phrase by listening to the Thursday podcast, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to make you have to listen to the whole thing. Because I don't even know how that works as far as what we get credit for or anything yet. So I'm not even going to try to play around with that. But right after the opening of the Thursday podcast, I'll say the second word of the phrase. Or actually, I messed it up already. Right after the opening of the edited down live stream podcast, I'll say the second phrase. I mean, the second word of the phrase. And then on Thursday, right after the opening, I'll say the third word of the phrase. And then you have to message me through the website the answer, which will be just those three words together to create a phrase. And then I will, and, and you want to message me the answer as well as 
you know, multiple things, your favorite comic book character, maybe a book you're looking for, maybe a game you're looking for, or a card if you're like in the TCG games or whatever, anything like that. And here's, here's my limit. This isn't going to be too crazy. You know, I'm, I'm not getting rich here, but, but basically it has to be a modern cover, cover price or less. So that goes across the board. If, you know, if they send me the answer and they say, oh, Wolverine's my favorite character, I'll probably go buy the newest Wolverine and ship it to them. I'll cover the shipping. Um, but if they say... United States. Oh, huh? yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks for saying that. Continental United States. But if they say, you know, yeah, hey, I'm missing, you know, Spawn 300, you know. Well, that's actually, that's a $10 book. In there, actually, I might be able to get it for cheaper than Anyway... <laughs> I guess I should say cover price up to let's say a DC prestige cover $5.99, right? Is it $5.99? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's my max. Mm -hmm. But I'll you know, anything up to that price, six bucks, geek related, comic book, game, whatever, you send me a message through the website with the phrase, the the fan, the fun fan freebie phrase. <laughs> so is it the first I, person to do that? Exactly. One person. And the, I have two rules on it. One, you can't be affiliated with the show. All right? <laughs> so neither one of you can do it. Okay? And neither can our family members. Yeah, I was okay? just saying, that's why Johnny, Johnny heard about this. He's like, I'm not going to be part of that. I need that. I want that free book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know, I don't know all of, you know, the pin checks, of course, but if some, I don't care if it's a pin check I've never heard of from Pennsylvania. I'm going to assume they're affiliated with you, Mike. <laughs> right. Then I'll do the same thing, you know, that I did this week until someone gets it. But once it's gotten, then the next week it'll be a new one. So, right. yep. so yes, no is the answer. <laughs> All right. It's good. What do you think? Sounds good. Is yeah. that fun? Yeah, sounds right. fun. <laughs> oh, and as soon as, as soon as someone gives me the answer, I'll make a post for not only the website... Uh, but also all of our social media. Hey, the, the the fun fan freebie phrase has been solved. Yeah, solved. <laughs> Whatever word I need to use there. And uh, so don't keep sending me messages. Somebody already got. It. <laughs> Stay tuned next Sunday. The poll and question results for what I attached to the podcast last week. I think we talked about it without you around Patrick last week. But then I think you mentioned it, ironically enough, we talked about it and you mentioned it in the post of the podcast or the live stream in social media that you can only you can only see these questions and polls through Spotify, no other source. That's accurate, right? Uh, the Spotify app specifically. Oh, it's not even like if you're uh, you, online. Desktop. If you see it, if you can't see the, that information on the desktop now. Either one or, or can you see, you can't see any of it. Mm -mm. It's got to be the, so it's got to be the Spotify app. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. So last week's poll, I kind of try to, of course, attach it to the content of the show was what superhero would you like to meet in person? Okay. Thinking about the giant Batman, of course, I got two answers and this is something I don't know who voted. Uh, but one picked Wolverine and the other one picked Spider-Man. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, personally, I would have picked 
Wolverine as well. But anyway, that was the that was the uh, the voting part of it. And then the 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 question was, what do you think of the edited down live stream as a podcast? And I'm going to be honest and say no one answered. But the dishonesty in me wants to tell you, I actually did answer. So if you went and saw it, you'd see an answer. But it was me. Yeah. And I put that it still needs some work, but it's getting there. So I'm really interested to hear what people think of a live stream edited podcast. Because, yeah, I got bad news. I haven't even told you guys this. I guess I can tell you while we're doing this now that um, we actually have a podcast with zero listens. And if you, it's a live stream, podcast, edited podcast. So there's a bunch of views on the live stream, but there's none on the podcast. Yeah, the podcast. So that's why I'm trying to, you know, get that converted over somehow. Because right. man, that that goose egg on that one podcast really. Every time I look at it, I'm like, man, fail, big fail. So it's it's distressing for me. I'll have to go through and try to find one that I didn't listen to. Because yeah. I've been, since we've gone to the video, I've, yeah. You guys are doing the videos, right, exactly, which makes complete sense. Yeah. yeah. But I don't need to, because I, I do it while I'm driving, and I just listen to it, so I should just go to the, to the. Yeah, just listen to it on the podcast. Yeah. And like I told you anyway, I think the podcast edited live stream is a different experience anyway, so mm -hmm. I, I need some feedback on that from y'all as well, so. Yep. Check it out. Yeah, to go back, then, I, would, I, would, I would need Spider-Man. I would, I would be Spider-Man because he's fun. I mean, Wolverine's just going to want to like smoke cigars and drink beer. It's pretty stinky, uh, too. Yeah. And then Batman's just going to be all brooding <laughs> and not very... He's not going to smile much. You know. Well, Superman was in there, too. I think the options, if I could try to recall these off the top of my head, were Superman, Wolverine, Batman, Wonder Woman. Uh, did I say the Avengers. Place? Oh, any of the Avengers. Oh, yeah, and the and an Avenger, yeah, because there was yeah there was just so many options I could have, and then Spawn, which I put that uh, that in for me, of course, right. but I don't even want to meet Spawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he existed, I'd want to steer clear of anywhere he was as well. So uh, I wanted to mention one other thing before we get into our first uh, regular segment of the week is, you know, we kind of did trivia a couple times, and then we kind of fell away from it. So I didn't know if anybody wanted to add something cool they uh, could put out because that would obviously be an easy selection for one of my uh, poll questions or, uh, you know, Q&A session, you know, segment on the Spotify. Anybody got one off the top of their hand? No? I don't. No. Or we can, uh, I don't know how this is popping in my head now because it's been out enough. Who, who was the character at the end of She-Hulk number one that uh, showed up you know it was the character at the end of she hulk number one that showed up yeah. got it kind of a it's, a it's a current event um trivia you got to be up on the new books too yeah i just had an idea i just had another idea of course you if did. you get the trivia <laughs> if you get the trivia question right as well like if someone gets the fun fan phrase and or, uh, mm -hmm. the trivia question, I'll raise it to seven bucks. All right. <laughs> Wait, now, Kevin, did you, you did you give away the first part of the fun fan free? Yeah, first first word of the you have to figure it out by waste by the rest. I don't want anybody okay. guessing what the phrase. I've already got the phrase. 
You I'm do? Already, yeah, I noodled it through right now. Okay. I would really love for you guys to participate this, even though you can't win anything. Just do it. Yeah. It'll be fun. Anyway, right. at least that's what I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So what do we watch this week, fellas? Uh, why don't you go first, Patrick? It was sort of a Eugene-focused episode. Okay. Uh, other than that, the big highlight, I guess, of the week was the Obi-Wan trailer, which I think we're going to, or the Obi-Wan teaser that we're going to talk about Yeah. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, definitely. But, I think most of my regular shows got shunted to the back burner. We didn't watch very much this week. So, <clears throat> is Walking Dead, it's in the final season. Yes. How many three, more episodes are left there? I'm not sure, because they what they did, they divided the final season into three parts. There's a break between each segment, and we're currently in the middle portion of the last season. Okay, so we're in a holding anyway. So you're what are you catching up? This wasn't a current episode you watched then. It, like, yeah, it was. It was it was last oh, it was the very last one. Yeah, it was last Sunday's episode. Before yeah. the break. Okay. Yeah, we're we're two I two or three into the middle segment. So that's all you watched? I believe so, yeah. Not much. I guess I'm owning I'm owning this segment today. Unless Mike does something uh particularly impressive. Mike, go, what'd you watch? Okay. Uh it's not impressive. I watched absolutely nothing. But, but I did. I didn't come to the table empty-handed here. Um, okay. My my wife found one of her all-time favorite shows that she paid for a few years ago to watch to rent. But it's called Goblin. Um, what? Yeah, it's uh, it's a Korean drama. So it's all subtitled. She found it. The whole season's only one season. She found it free. Here's it's a called quick, Goblin. It's called Goblin. In his quest for a bride to break his immortal curse, Dakabai, a 939-year-old a a guardian of souls, encounters a grim reaper and a student with a tragic past. So that is the synopsis of the show. Okay. And she absolutely loves it. So it might be one that um, your wives might want to watch. It, it, it's got a lot of the, the romantic overtones to it, but... You know, I've stood there and watched a couple of scenes, and it just it, it does look pretty interesting. Um, but I, I think where can it, we watch it? I don't remember the name of the app that she got on Roku. I should, okay, I should have got that. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I will do some quick research, and I'll get back to you after your review or what you watch. Okay. So okay, that's all I got. Either you really didn't watch anything all week besides that. Besides parts of that, that can't be true. Just no geek stuff, basically. Right. Yeah. I, I Saturday night I watched the first forty-five minutes of Christine. Okay. <laughs> Which I haven't watched in twenty-some years. <laughs> That's funny you mentioned that because I actually uh, rewatched Napoleon Dynamite yesterday randomly for no reason, you know, oh, which yeah. was awesome. So before I get into mine, let's just uh, kind of go with what. Uh, Patrick was saying about the Obi-Wan teaser which was awesome uh, obviously me and Patrick have seen it you saw it Mike have you no I watched it once so okay. I don't you know I I just have that one-time view I can't remember everything on it well since you mentioned it Patrick what do you have to say about it first you know I I'm a big Obi-Wan fan I was a fan of Obi-Wan the original trilogy and was you know thrilled when they got Ewan McGregor to play Obi-Wan for the prequels. I thought he was just a great fit. 
So, you know, all the rumors that have been bandied about throughout the years about a possible move. First, it was maybe going to be a movie. Then, you know, now a series. And then now that it's finally coming to fruition, I am I am very happy or excited for this series. I hope it uh, hope it lives up to my hype I've built up in my head. Um, yeah that's the tough part yeah <laughs> the trailer i mean the trailer looked really good um they they didn't really you know they're i don't know how much to say because i think it's pretty well known out there that hayden christensen is going to be in this series correct Every, i think that's pretty everybody knows that's the fact but yeah well i i don't know about it being a fact I, you know i was the same way with spider-man too yeah. You know, I wanted to, you know, even though everybody was obviously talking about it being a fact with Andrew, with Toby and Andrew being on there, I was still like, ah, oh, you don't know. I didn't want to, you know, I know. Cow eggs before they hatch or whatever. Cook your chickens eggs before, before they hatch. Yeah. <laughs> Count my chickens before they're hatched. Um, and so I'm taking the same perspective with Obi Wan. You know, I'm, you know, I've heard that as well, but I'm not, I'm not counting on it until. Right. I see him in a trailer or somebody that I know right. factually knows just saying it's a fact or whatever, you know. Right. And, you know, but that's, I guess, the little bit of reservation I hold out for this because I, you know, I didn't really think of this. It, it's funny. I didn't really think of this until I saw the trailer, which really didn't give anything away. But I started my wheels in my head started turning and I'm thinking, you know, they're showing Obi-Wan, which you would expect mainly on Tatooine. If, if these casting rumors come true, how is that going to work? Because, right. you know, is he going to be off planet at some point or is this all flashback sequences? And I'm, yeah. I'm hoping, you know, there's some some things there that I hope don't go too screwy, I guess. As well. Yeah, they don't screw it up somehow, yeah. right? Yeah. The, one Sorry, other thing, just the one other thing, you know, Again, you get in a little bit of spoiler territory. I'm not going to tell you to say what this spoiler was. But this week I heard uh, somebody talking about a uh, toy tie-in and a certain character being revealed. And so be careful when you're out there because... Uh, they might spoil the yeah, show. A toy, I mean, right? It, it seems like it's sort of on the level of like, you know, a Luke Skywalker surprise and Mandalorian, you know. Right. But... We'll talk about that one when and if it actually when it happens. happens. Yeah. All right. So my first question for both of y'all, I'm assuming I know the answer. Actually, I'm probably going to assume I know the answer from both of you. But does everybody know about Inquisitors? Yes. Mike? Uh, not a lot. I mean, I know there. Okay. Are, I, I thought there was one character, the Inquisitor. Oh, no. So it's it's a bunch. Okay. And that did you know that's what those Sith looking characters were in the in the trailer? The trailer. No. Yeah, those are Inquisitors. And the biggest thing I, I hope they dive into a little bit of backstory on Inquisitors more. Cause obviously I consider myself a fairly well rounded Star Wars fan. But I, I I don't know, you know, I've had questions about Inquisitors ever since they came about in rebels right and rebels was when they first showed up right i think so and they yeah. just kind of they just kind of showed up <laughs> so it's yeah. like okay where you know how does this apply to obviously with star wars being a lot based on the rule of two you know how does that apply there you know where do they you know is there a sith academy that they're working on these from that they're just 
one dies, they grab a new one, you know? And then the first Inquisitor they had die in Rebels, he was like the Grand Master Inquisitor too or whatever. And then they just brought in a duo, a new duo of Inquisitors, which obviously they were really tough and awesome too. So, yeah, you know, so I got questions about Inquisitors that that's what I was just kind of hopeful seeing the trailer. And I'm the same, I'm the same line with Obi-Wan as you. Uh, obviously, I'm a Boba Fett fan first, but my my favorite Jedi by far is is Obi Wan, and I and I, without thinking about it too much, I'd easily say he's my second favorite character, and uh, so I'm excited about the show in general. Uh, you know, with little apprehensions like you were talking about. I hope they don't do with Obi Wan what they did to Boba Fett a bit. You know, or maybe learn a lesson there if they do stuff like that again. But um, the Inquisitors was a part that I was really kind of excited about seeing how that's going to play out as well so i'm looking forward to that so yeah i think uh i just looked it up because i thought i i thought i was right on this um darth vader volume two number eight or i'm sorry number six is the first appearance of the grand inquisitor so i knew ah, that so i, I didn't I knew, know that yeah i knew that so that's why i thought it was just one inquisitor i didn't realize that there were uh there was more than yeah one. so yeah but good luck getting that book that that's the thing you know if, if people aren't in the know uh all the star wars comics currently coming being published by marvel are considered canon yeah part of this new timeline so yeah yeah that's a that's a big book now it's it's and even with with i think this trailer coming out it's gone up even more so throw me a number um 100 plus Ow. I'm dumb enough to spend that kind of money all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's our tolerances. My my wallet sometimes a little more reserved than yours. <laughs> yeah, I can't afford it, but I'll get it. But you'll get it. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is something I always tell people too. This might be shocking, and I might lose all Star Wars cred with this statement. But I'm not a Darth Vader fan, so I'm gonna I'm gonna lean into saying that the reason I've never heard that before is I I don't get Darth Vader comics because i'm not a darth vader fan that's well, been a thing with a lot of people what yeah it's it's interesting you know marcus loves darth vader but he's coming at from a different viewpoint than you you are introduced to, to darth vader as the bad guy mark loved anakin and so marcus watched anakin's change to vader so he just followed anakin right through to the dark side unfortunately <laughs> But yeah, that's yeah, why got... he's such a Darth Vader fan is because it's still like how much he likes Anakin, yeah, yeah. in the story, yeah, yeah. I, I have a completely more complicated, confusing take on that whole thing. Is I hate Anakin, not hate, strong word. I don't hate anything Star Wars, but I dislike greatly Anakin in the motion pictures. But I think Anakin is completely amazing in the Clone Wars cartoon. Like literally when I started to fall in love with Anakin in the Clone Wars cartoon so much, when I rewatched the whole transformation and everything, it literally brought tears to my eyes. I was just like, how could you do it, buddy? How could you do it? I was so transformed in the way I felt about Anakin from the Clone Wars cartoon. Cause he's so great in that and multiple, multiple times, you know, um, that it, it broke my heart more and and watching the clone wars cartoon and then experience ordering order 66 again same thing brought me to tears 
and I'm being literal, you know, man cry, you know, uh, you know, welling up in the eyes and running down the face. No, no blithering, uh, babbling, right. crying. But anyway. So, okay. So what I watched this week, I kind of went off a couple days ago. Uh, and the first one is on Mike's recommendation. Ah. Sorry for completely covering you there. Bye, Patrick. <laughs> But this is no exit, and obviously it shows it's on Hulu. Uh, that's what Mike recommended like a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was last week. Might have been a couple weeks, but uh, yeah. it was really good. Liked it a lot. Definitely a thriller uh, type movie. Not really horror. Just you know, lots of murdery thriller craziness going on. Yeah, suspense. Yeah, it was really good. Jaw dropping stuff at the end. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 nuts. It's yeah, it's a go. really good show, but it is definitely special special in the let's get nuts category as far as <laughs> violence is concerned. I mean, and I'm not even talking about gore. It wasn't like gratuitous, just gore everywhere kind of nuts. It was just the way things went down. It was like like you said, jaw dropping. You know, so uh, it was really good though. And then I checked out uh, the Kingsman. Uh, that is on uh, Amazon Prime, and it was excellent as well. I'm not a big fan of either of the Kingsman. I've never read the comics to begin with. We just recently sold those on eBay. A lot for the comics that's based on, or that what that show is based on. Um, and I didn't care for the first Kingsman too much, but uh, the second Kingsman I, I didn't like at all. So I was apprehensive. That's why it took me so long to get around to this one. This is a prequel to the other two to kind of show how the Kingsmen were formed. So that's why it's called the King's Man as opposed to the Kingsman. And uh, I thought it was excellent. It was definitely the best of the three, in my opinion, by far. Did either of you see it? No. It's really good. Check it out. I'll definitely skip the second one then. Because I saw yeah. the first one. I'll skip the second yeah. one and I'll go yeah. straight to that one. I'm in the same boat as you, Mike. I never saw the second one. Okay, what did you guys think of the first one? Did you think it was okay? Yeah, I, I think my wife and I both liked it. Yeah, I read the books, and uh, so I thought it was pretty good. It, you know, I, like everything, it diverted a little bit, but yeah, okay. Good. And then I randomly <laughs> checked this out just because the trailer was crazy. Antlers, I think that was also on uh, Amazon Prime. This is uh, total no hold, no holds barred horror. You know, gratuitous graphic gore, <laughs> you know, type thing that I was just saying no exit isn't. Uh, but it was good. I mean, if you're in the mood for that kind of thing, it delivers. Yeah, it's, uh, on my it's basically uh, about the Wendigo, right? It's Wendigo, right, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't really want to say too much more than that if you're familiar with any Wendigo lore, you know. And then, uh, and then I finished this <laughs> Peacemaker on HBO Max. I uh, and I probably, you know, the last time I mentioned it, I was saying I was surprised, surprisingly uh, liking it and disappointed in myself. I should have probably stopped there. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> man! It made me so. <laughs> It annoyed me so many times. I definitely, I don't recommend it at all now. I think what, wow. I might have been on episode five or six whenever I made, the, I had the positive review. 
the rest of it in essence ruined it yeah. for me I, I won't even recommend it to anybody now wow did you finish and it you know i haven't seen any of it oh okay i thought you did okay i just yeah, kind of warned kevin about the big spoiler i heard there's a huge spoiler at the end yeah so i mean i don't i don't know i don't even know if i want to spoil that i mean it's it's yeah it's 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 pretty big but uh well, and, leave, and leave, uh, leave something positive for everybody if they get there. <laughs> you know, I, I can't because I got something. I got another negative to add. Okay. That big spoiler ticked mm. me off. Mm. And well, you know, it didn't tick me off that it was a spoiler. It wasn't a, that wasn't a spoiler for anything. I'm just using spoiler as the descriptor for the event that happened. The event that happened ticked me off. Mm. And it's not necessarily that it happened. It's just kind of what they did with it when it happened. It just, you know, and basically to, to kind of give you a hint as to what annoys me is I definitely don't make it any secret to people that as far as content that I feel could be, uh, possibly should be as much for kids as it is for adults when they totally take it out of the hands of kids and it but it's kind of a kid thing i don't know exactly you know i'm not good with words most of the time but it it's kind of a kid thing and they just make it for adults i i don't get so i, I mostly cursing especially extremely uh regular cursing and obviously the worst curse words and all that, and then just kind of gratuitously as opposed to kind of even being in an appropriate moment uh, to me, it just irks the heck out of me when they do that with superheroes and stuff like that, especially because I think they're as much for kids as they are for us, arguably, maybe even more. You know, a lot of people, when they hear, we talked about, you know, kind of being closet fans sometimes, because when they hear older guys like us are into superheroes, they're like, what do you hear? You know, and they judge us on it. So it's arguably more for kids. And then they're just F-bombing the heck out of all these all these things. It just drives me nuts. You know, it's, you know I, I literally didn't watch Titans forever when I was excited for that show at first, just because in the trailer, you know, Robin says F, F Batman. And, and I'm like, what are you doing? So anyway, Peacemaker, big pass. I, I won't be participating in any further seasons. And then last thing is this. Ah. The Batman. I got to see this yesterday. Uh, I know Mike hasn't. He was supposed to, but it didn't pan out. Right, Mike? Yeah, correct. And then Patrick, how about you? No, I haven't seen it. Okay, so I'll keep this real short and sweet then. I'll just say um, I'll give it, I, I rate on a scale to 10. I'll give it a seven and a half, eight. I'll take it as and an I got, eight. I'm going to hold you to huh? that eight then. Because I want okay. it to be, I want it to be an eight. Because <laughs> I got like five million things to say about right. this. What do we say about how when we can talk about the movie again? How long? I don't know. I should write this stuff down. down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a three-hour movie, right? So I imagine yeah. there's so much to talk about. Yeah, mm -hmm. we might have to have a once Patrick and I get it watched. We just an episode. Have, just a, a a Batman episode. That would be fun. All right, let me let me do this too. I got this new fancy book. Right. I know we're not into what we got this week yet, but all this is is a, a journal. Right. But it's got this really cool uh, compass thing on the front, you know. 
and pirates you know it's leather bound it's really nice so i couldn't help but buy it and i'm like you know what i'm gonna use that for to take notes, notes. during the podcast well, while you write that down um if you want to watch goblin <laughs> now okay, we have found it yeah well i texted my wife oh <laughs> <laughs> okay. we have a roku tv so everything we watch is on an app right and it is rakutan vicky so there's two words r-a-k-u-t-a-n second word is v-i-k-i and it's all korean um tv shows and movies probably but so there's no u.s based outlet we can watch this in at all well i not that i know of because i think uh, if you look it up people are wondering why it's not on say netflix and things like that uh, okay there may be you may be able to get it somewhere to download it you know and pay but on that app it's a free to watch okay all right that's good to know so i got my notes ready i'm gonna write this down so we never have to answer this question again how long do we have to wait to freely talk about spoilers and everything with movies decide now please um one month i don't know it's i don't your votes a month what you got patrick yeah i think one month is probably good because it, it, you know if you if you if you can't make it within a month it could be three months so yeah 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 and the and the likelihood if you're really a fan of avoiding spoilers for a month are, right. are slim to none because most people aren't even trying to come up with standards like us anyway i mean they just start posting stuff the yeah. day after they saw it they saw the midnight thursday showing and thursday at three they're blogging about it you know yeah um and I think if we end up doing, uh, it would be fun to do an episode solely based on that. There could be spoilers galore under that month. Oh, that's true. Actually, no, that's a good idea. We could actually, special. then the episode could be a notice. This this episode's a spoiler. Yeah, yeah, that might be a good idea. I don't know if there's an episode worth of content, though, in my opinion. It, it could be a half-hour episode. It doesn't have to be. Oh, that's true. It doesn't have to be a two-hour episode. Got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm going to write one month. So movie, <clears throat> spoiler, one month documented it's in there all right all right so that was all i watched this week well i mentioned i watched napoleon dynamite which that's a great movie if anybody hasn't seen it it's classic it is hey just to, just to ask one question about that when you guys originally watched that did you think it was like an 80s movie no you didn't patrick what do you what do you mean by that i thought it was a movie that took place in the 80s uh yeah i don't think i ever yeah, I didn't think that, no. Well, because, you know, the songs they were playing at the prom, you know, were 80s music. Their style was like the 80s. It was just kind of totally hokey. It was 80s hokey, like like Midwestern, you know, podunk town, 80s hokey to me. That's kind of how it came across. And then with the 80s music, it kind of came across to me like yeah. that. It wasn't until later that I learned it's, a, you know, a more modern. I, what, what year did that come out anyway, the movie? Like 2000. 2003 I don't know so I didn't learn until later that the time set in that was 2004 the modern time at the time I didn't right. learn that till later so anyway it's just a the town itself is stuck in the it's 80s just so backwards right yeah yeah exactly. What's funny is, yeah my wife is not a fan of that movie at all oh but, man but she'll surprising. throw around she'll quote that movie all the time oh <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah all right, so anything, or anyway, the next thing I got is uh, uh, Mike's. Mike's on deck. Uh-oh. <laughs> with 
with the uh, top three covers. I'm really interested to see how I how I fare this week again. You know, every week, I don't know whether you guys feel the same way. Every week, every week I'm like, there's no way. There's at least two that I'm like, there's no way everybody's not picking this. Right. And then, of course, we can see as people vote. So I'm like, what the hell? Heck, sorry. But anyway, so uh, why don't you kind of take it away, Mike, with your top okay. three covers of the week. Hold on. You want me to come back to you? We need a commercial break. Is that what's no, happening right my, now? I lost my binder. I was going to say, the stakes I, have been raised. I found it. a lot of work into this. I found it. I found my <laughs> binder. It's black, and it was up against uh, my other computer sitting here. It's black as well. <laughs> so. Okay. All right. The, um, so it's 10, 10 covers that we had. And okay. I'll just read through the covers that we were voting on. That were an option, okay. Correct. Uh, Detective Comics 1057 uh, B. It's the Lee Bermejo cover. Nightwing 90, uh, Bruno Redondo cover. King Spawn number eight, Kevin Keen. World's Finest number one, The Art Germ. Titans on Titans United, KL New. Uh, World's Finest number one, Jason Fabok. Batman the Knight, Raphael Abercrombie, Amazing Spider-Man 88, the second printing, which is uh, Carlos Gomez, Reckoning War. That's a that's a it's a trial of the Watcher or something like that. It's a longer title. Uh, number one, it's Javier Rodriguez and Avengers 54, Juan Fergari. So okay, and the winners are. This is a, this was a record-setting week. Let's put it that okay. way. The cover. That ended up getting the most received the most votes any covers received since we started and we had five people max out on points this week because i'm keeping track they voted all three of their covers were well that's gonna have to be another conversation oh. you're gonna have to cover after right gotcha yeah, yeah 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 so okay. we'll start with uh third place and we've got the jason Fabok cover for world's finest that's pretty sick i yep. picked that one yep and i yeah Patrick. Uh, so basically this is uh marcus tyler mike from new york uh kevin myself jesse and emily so patrick was not on that list no i was not <laughs> yeah okay. I, I, yeah this is this is great I thought it was yeah, funny. It Tyler voted for it initially because he thought uh, the random pigeon up top. He thought was yeah funny. <laughs> I would hasten to say that's probably meant to be a dove being at Superman. Yeah, but, that's what I told him. I said, "Oh, baby." <laughs> I said, "There's similar." I totally because of the dove. Well, I totally went with the pigeon, like Tyler said, just because they're <laughs> on a rooftop, you know, and that's <laughs> kind of in the city on a rooftop, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good argument, Pat. I'm surprised we didn't include a few more, you know, to balance right. out the bats. The bats, right. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that being a balance, that makes them even make more sense being a dove. Yeah. But I thought this was a perfect world's, I mean, it's a perfect world's finest cover. I mean, that even more so. Is it? You know. Because it came in third. <laughs> well, there's better covers. I didn't say it was a perfect of all covers. Well, perfect it's. Cover. Okay, here's number two. World's finest. Yeah. <laughs> the uh Stan Lau art germ cover. 
Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that cover a lot. So this one coming in second would be a better cover than the one we just... (laughs) (laughs) Even though I like this cover more, actually, than the other one, I'm just saying that, you know, just having that, you know, know. majestic Superman, Batman kind of look... I agree. Cover is perfect for World Finest. Yeah, you get yeah. you just mess with me. Got it. Yeah, got it. I am. So this one, oh, the the Jason Faybach had seven votes. This one has eight votes, and it's Ayla, Jesse, Cora, Tyler, Tom, Mike, uh, Johnny, and Kevin. They voted for this one. It's Patrick, gorgeous, and neither did I. Gorgeous cover. It is. It's amazing how, you know, his art's just ridiculous. But what we've got next is the number one book, the most voted for book we've had with 11 votes. And honestly, I think I can probably put Lieber Mayo up every week and he would probably dominate because he's just such a phenomenal painter. And I I don't know if Patrick, if you know this, does he work digitally or is this does he really paint these no i believe he's a painter because yeah just a quick side note he was he was picked as a an artist to do the, the first hellboy book that mike mignola was not able to work on and i think because of a little bit of stylistic choices but i think mainly because of time constraints he was kicked off the book yeah i, I can believe it i mean that's that's a stunning cover right there yeah it is so and he's he's the regular on the uh detective b covers uh, so i could probably throw a detective b cover up every time and it'll probably win <laughs> uh, we'll put it to the test <laughs> we'll see yeah so uh like i said this had 11 votes um it was pretty much everyone except for <laughs> a couple people patrick's one of them <laughs> patrick which ones did you vote for do you remember? Yes. Uh, Star, the Starfire cover, which I thought was just great. Nice and yeah. colorful. The Spawn cover, because I like the composition coming up through this fire escape. And the Avengers cover, because it was sort of like a throwback to the olden days where the cover told a story, you know, and they used the yeah, word yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The, re- the reason, the, the, the thing I had to get, I, that detective cover was was a close call for me. The reason I didn't like it, I didn't like Commissioner Gordon. Like, what's he doing there? You know, I'm assuming, you know, he's the one that called Batman in. You know, what's he facing? Who's he looking at in that? Is he looking at? Yeah, the, he's looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you vote for me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true. But, it kind of breaks I love the shot the of the bat, bat signal with Batman behind it there. I thought that part was awesome, but I just didn't like Commissioner Gordon's placement and the way he was looking back. Yeah. Uh, so well, they were all great. Once again, Mike, you you picked uh, ten good choices, which I think that that uh, deserves to be mentioned too. What you had told me last week, you know, there's literally hundreds that come out every week that Mike has to sift through to basically choose Mike's top ten. So then the rest of us get to choose yeah. out of those top 10 for the top three. And we'd hope that if we hypothetically voted on all the hundreds of them, we'd still kind of come to that top three. You know what I'm saying? So you do a good job, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. So if you can read that. Those I are cannot. The, those are the standings. 
Okay. Can't read that. All right. <laughs> yeah, you might want to split that into two, like like in the future. You know, I'm going split to into two picks. Yeah, so it could be closer. Because I ran out of room, so we actually do have a second pick. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Nice. Okay. And yeah, that's that's, much, that's much better. So. Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah, that's the bottom there. Sorry. Yeah, I, I noticed. I noticed I'm on the bottom of the list. Both lists there. Yeah. It's, uh, well, on the left you can see. So Lexi, Max didn't vote. I, I assume Max is in the field and can't. Yeah. But these are, yeah, unfortunately, the bottom four didn't even score this week. Um, Uh-oh. Sorry. <laughs> so that's what the Eagles did. You guys didn't gain any points. So basically, Tom Berger has consistently, Tom Berger's consistently picked the number one and two book every week. Wow. Wow. So that's how he's in first. Uh, so th this week, we had Jesse, Kevin, Mike from New York, and... Uh, Tyler, all four picked cover one, two, and three. Mm. So basically, they get six and a half points. If you pick all three, you get a half a point as a bonus. Okay. Yeah, I noticed that was a new thing you added this week. Yeah. Right? Well, last week, because, uh, yeah, so so far it's only happened five times. Four times this week, and then Emily did it last week. Hey, yep. and so I wanted to, uh, you know, since you've mentioned Mike from New York, uh, because I'm assuming <laughs> this might be a question for some people that, hey, where do I go vote on this? This is a, this is an in-house voting system. Basically, all the people that get to vote cannot pick the fan fun phrase, okay, right, and right. vice versa, okay? So, so you mentioned Mike from New York and people are like, who's this guy? You know, we haven't covered him in the podcast or the video, but I'll put this up real quick. This is a caricature I had made. So if you look at the left, that's Johnny. People are probably familiar with. And then there's Mike. Mike and then there's right Tom, here. the giant Batman. I'm going from left to right. Uh, and then, and then Patrick, me in the front. And then on the far right there, that's Mike from New York. Uh, for anybody who's wondering, he is a, a childhood friend that kind of has a similar story with Johnny that I have with Mike and a similar, not as extensive Patrick with Tom. That's how we all kind of came together. Um, and we haven't gotten Mike uh, from New York too involved in the show, but we'll shout out right now to him again that, hey, whenever you're ready, Mike, we're here for you. So participate yeah. in other ways you want but that's good to hear he participated in the uh yeah in the votes so that's cool i'll put i'll put these up so they're better to see and next time i'll have them broken down um, okay and also say mike lives in new york he's from pennsylvania yeah right right <laughs> mike from pennsylvania via new york but i'll just call him mike from new york right 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 yeah yeah you know you that's know, a good way to put it yeah. yeah one thing i noticed last week when i was watching the show uh for the first time when you were showing the covers and i love this is how bc is putting the cover credits by the upc box oh yeah great right yeah real small wish, they, they, it's yeah great. i wish they would all companies would do that yeah yeah it's difficult to you know some of the signatures if you're not if you don't recognize it you know, there are certain ones that just stand out that it's after a while, you know, but other ones. Yeah. All right. So that was it. Segment's yeah. done. Segment's done. That's a lot of work for a few minutes. Yeah, that was awesome, though. <laughs> we enjoy the payoff, yeah. especially not putting in the work. It's especially <laughs> awesome. So thanks, man. Oh, yeah, it's fun. So this one uh, really shouldn't have too much work uh, for anybody, aside from just enjoying your life and 
having a couple dollars to spend, but, uh, you know, I want to get into uh, the geek stuff we got this week. So who wants who wants to start this one? Off? Or you want me to start it off? I can go there. Okay, I um, got my regular books, uh, Batman, Spawn. You know all the the current titles that came out this week. The only thing I got besides for all of that, I got a Spawn lot from eBay. Uh, to fill in my continuing journey of filling in my spawn run. That's a pretty good price, too. I got that for like 25 bucks. So it's like three bucks a book, you know, so that's pretty good. And if you, it's so funny, too, if you find, if you try to find most of those singularly, that's kind of how I go every time I'm trying to fill in a gap. I'll go look singularly, and then if they seem too high priced, then I'll try to find them in a lot. And it always breaks down to be much less. Like, I couldn't find any of those books for... I think I was needing 40 and 41 next. And I always try to get a couple at a time. I couldn't find 40 for, like, less than 8 bucks. But then I got a lot of 8 of them, which included 40 for 25 bucks. Yeah, you know, so that's anyway. Great. Yeah. So, besides from my regular stuff and, and those books, that's all I got this week. What'd you get, Patrick? Uh, another slim week for me. I... I just got my uh, DCBS yesterday, but I haven't had a ch chance to open it yet. So okay, yeah, that's it. Mike, did you get anything? Just regular books and regular shipments. Nothing uh, out of the ordinary. Didn't you have? Wait, what'd you get in your video? Didn't you get some extra special stuff from uh, that one shop that isn't? What's that? I always forget the name of it. Not uh oh, things from DCBS. another world. Yeah, things from another world. Yeah. <clears throat> what did I get from them? <laughs> yeah, I got it. They're they're kind of just uh, books that I forgot to order, and I last okay. add them. But I, well, I've got one thing. Let me grab this real quick since I okay. since I have something. So I did Good. buy this for my wife. It's called uh, Welcome or One Week in the Library. Yeah, One Week in the Library. Since she loves books and libraries, looks like there's a bullet hole in that book. It that is crazy. Oh. You know why? Is that green? It's green. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. So uh, it's here that every story ever written is cataloged and monitored by a single man who's begun to notice something strange. The books are rebelling. Um, well, that's awesome. That sounds cool. So, yeah, I ordered this for her. She started reading it one morning. She's getting ready for work. I came in. I was leaving for work before her, and, and I caught her just sitting here reading it. I said, you're going to be late. <laughs> Uh, where'd you get it from? Things from another world. Oh, you did get it from there too? Okay. Yeah. I never even heard of that. Is that new or did you find it from the past? Or? Uh, it came out a bit ago. I remember seeing it a while ago and then I just stumbled across it. Maybe I saw the solicitations. Oh, <laughs> 2016. Okay. So it's been yeah. a while. Gotcha. Yeah. That sounds like a great oldie but a goodie though. Yep. Something my wife might love too. So I wanted to kind of talk about the uh, what I'm referring to as the unique subject of the week. I don't know whether uh, how many people saw through the website. I actually highlighted in there what this upcoming week's unique segment of the week will be or unique topic of the week, I called it. And uh, I did that. Obviously, I did that on purpose to. Let anybody know who comes to the website what they can look forward to. I mean, if the, if if you listen to our live stream or podcast regularly, we've kind of gotten into a rhythm of regular segments. But obviously, you know, so if anybody knows about us, 
they know what we talk about regularly anyway, but I wanted to highlight on the website so you can check that out every week. I'll put it up as soon as we have it. So it might be at the end of today's live stream. We might talk about it for a minute, decide on next week's, and I might put it up nearly immediately for you to be able to see what you're in store for as far as a unique topic is concerned in the following week. So it might uh, make people that are like, you know, oh, you know, I really don't care about that comic stuff, but it might be something that might be a different topic that that might, you know, resonate with them or whatever. So uh, I don't even have a banner to scroll on this one. It's so fresh. <laughs> but we talked about this unique topic of the week being uh, tips for comic collectors that are new to the hobby. I, I want to say new comic collectors, but I don't want it to be, you know, some comic collectors that aren't interested in new books. They're just like Johnny. He only gets the old books anyway. They're old comic collectors. <laughs> old comic collectors not old comic collectors right now you're talking about the age of the collector right yeah that's why you got to put it comic collectors that blank comic right. collectors that are new to the, whatever but so anyway i wanted to kind of talk about what we as vets in this realm would give tips and the way i looked at this was what tips would i have given myself had i known what i'd known what i know now you know, when I first started this journey, that's kind of how I looked at it. So did you guys, I know we talked about this a few days ago. Did you guys come up with uh, some ideas as well? You got a, you got a little list. I got a list right here. Yeah, I have a list. All right, Patrick, you want to, you want to uh, come come across or say start. the first tip. Well, Pat, you start. start. You yeah. yeah. Cause I don't really have, I guess, too much to say here other than, okay. But I think it's an important one and a big one is collect what you like, because, you know, if not, what are, what are you doing it for? Um, I mean, there's there's a little bit of a double edged sword there where you might come in on the speculator end of it. And you're you're thinking, you know, you're going to make a ton of money off what you collect. But, you know, if, if you're not having fun doing it, if you're not, you know, reading what you buy, I, I sort of wonder what the, what the point is. So, and, and that doesn't just apply for comics. That, that can apply for, you know, uh, toys, collectibles, statues, movies. I mean, buy buy and collect what you like. Simple as that. Yeah. Was that on your list, Mike? Um, no. So I, I'm going to chime I, in on that because I agree. Huh? I think that I think that's probably the number one thing is is, you know. Buy what you like it that way you get so hold you on get a second it, you're saying it's the it, it's the number one thing and it's not on your list what the heck i knew someone else was going to cover it because it's the number one thing <laughs> okay nice save nice save anyway go ahead continue sorry i didn't mean to mess with you because <laughs> you know that's I, I think comic books are made to be read so if you are reading them and you're liking them that, that's that's you know everything from there is winning yeah because if you're yeah, a speculator, I'd... you're not going to be buying what you like. You're just because your end game isn't to enjoy it. Yeah. So, so my I stated mine differently, but I, in essence, had the same thing. And the way I put it is to, um, <laughs> trying to be a little clever. I put <laughs> invest in stocks, not comics. <laughs> Get comics to read and enjoy the art and collect. 
you know, and, right. and again, under the same vein of what you're saying, because you yeah. enjoy them, not because you're trying to spec for money, because more right. often than not, right. you're going to be losing. You know, and, especially because uh, wanna... we're talking about the new collector, you know? Yeah. You can get, yeah, into, especially some then, yeah. Yeah, get into some of that later on down the line, but, you know. Once you become a, a, a Mike, the spec guy right. from Acceler Comics, you can, you can get into that game, right? Yeah. yeah. Which we try to help a little bit with that, but yeah, definitely, like you said, Patrick, it was a new collector. That's, yeah, like Mike said, the number one advice we can give, yeah. So. All right, uh, Mike, so what one do you have on your list then? Uh, I'm going to go with the ones that I have pictures of first. And okay, uh, this is something that I don't even know when I learned this, and nobody taught me this one. Put, <laughs> and it's, it's so crazy, put a backing board at each end of your short or long at long boxes. Yeah. What happens when you stick your uh, your fingers through that to move it? If the cover is facing that way, your fingernails uh, will at some point they will bang the cover. Yep. Unless you're buying them just to read them and you don't care about condition, you don't need to worry. About <laughs> <laughs> Which but. that's not on my list, and I shouldn't I shouldn't try to. That might be on someone else's list, but. Just to chime on, adding on to that with it not on my list is, yeah, which even though we don't recommend investing, we do recommend protecting your box, <laughs> you know, so, um, or in, recommend as an investment for a new collector. Um, and I have this, this is literally my number one on the list, but it's not number one because I think it's the most important. It's just literally the first one I thought of, which was, which is like you said, like to put the backing board blocking the handle holes on all comic boxes. Yeah. That's literally the first one that came to mind for me as well. Or you learn so the hard I'll, way why, why that is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the biggest reason that was the first one in my head is because I was again, organizing my comic collection yesterday or the day before yesterday. And yeah, I made sure every single one, because I didn't even have every single one of them with a board at the end, like we're talking about. And I know that already. <laughs> so I was making sure that everyone had it. So anyway, um, so first one I got is to uh, an alphabetizing tip. So I'm sure there's going to be lots of controversy here. Uh, <clears throat> this is something that, you know, we're, you're going to hear our opinions, but... I think it goes without saying that this is uh, just a preference. There's no opinion that's or preference that's wrong. Uh, but this is how I do it. This is what I would have told myself because this is definitely where I currently landed, and I feel confident that I'm going to be here forever. Uh, you know, and the reason I say that is because we, I've gone back and forth over the years between what I'm alphabetizing and how I'm alphabetizing for all the miscellaneous weird different ways there are to alphabetize uh, with comics. I've landed at, I'm alphabetizing uh, titles that have multiple titles, i.e. West Coast Avengers, Avengers, New Avengers, uh, Savage Avengers, all of that uh, to alphabetize them by the name of the team or the character. So savage avengers west coast avengers just obviously regular avengers new avengers they're all under a and then just you know avengers would be first then i guess the first one in that example would be or the next one in, in that example would be um new so it, i'd have avengers then new avengers 
then Savage Avengers, and then West Coast Avengers in A. You know, because because the way I'd look at it is I'd have it Avengers. The way it's in my app, again, shout out to CLZ app. The way it's in my app is I actually switch the title to where they all say Avenger, and then it says comma West Coast, or Avenger comma New Avenger, you know, so on and yeah. so forth. But I recommend that uh, recommend that alphabetizing uh, multiple titles with characters or teams by the character or the team. So, so where's X Men versus Avengers? X-Men. When there's a, when yeah when there's something like that it's whoever's first. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's funny because which I, is I, annoying because I'm sorry it's, that actually annoyed me because X Men's my team. Yeah, Avengers is third tier for me. Yeah, uh, and Avengers versus X Men starts with Avengers, so so I, it's the only X Men centric mm-hmm. title that I have in the A's and it drives me nuts, but I'm sticking to my own guns. Well, as soon as you come up with, with these rules, because we all do it, you're going to end up breaking your own rule because they're going to force you to do just that. I'm not going to, Mike. I'm here forever. Okay. I know, I'm just... Or, I know, or not I, I know me, it, but kind of you have to compromise, you know, something like that. Yeah, I know it's tough. That, that's the biggest point is it's tough not to go back and forth. You know, what about you, Patrick? All, what do you think? Um, I'm I'm all alphabetical all the time. Can't help it. So you got new Avengers under N. Yeah, that's the same. Okay, what? A, okay, here we go. Don't even. What ask about me. West Coast? <laughs> yeah, because Coast, because West half West the Coast. comics they literally listed West Coast Avengers, and half the comics yeah. they literally listed Avengers West Coast. What do you do there? I can't remember. It's been so long since I looked at my stuff. <laughs> I, I okay, if you were to do, if you yeah, were to I do it today, which follow, would you do? I don't know. I basically follow the Indicia in the in the beginning of the book, alphabetically. You know, and I think I, I think I may even go beyond even Mike here. I, I think he's sort of more alphabetical, but everything. It, DC, Marvel, Independent, everything is alphabetical. No separation at all. Everything's just straight alphabetical. Yeah, that's how I am too. I don't do what Mike does where they, which Mike's is cool too, where he separates the companies. Um, mine are all together as well. You know, so yeah. I go, okay, what about uh, words like, well, you said new. You, you put N under, you don't mess with the though. No. Nah. Okay, gotcha. Okay, thank God. New, it'd That'd be, be a total mess. Yeah, it'd be like New Avengers, comma the if it had a the at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mike, I'm sorry. Yeah. I think I interrupted you when you were. Yeah, I just do Marvel separated from DC, and then everybody else, all the independent publishers, outside of the big two. And it's alphabetical. Yeah. So, but sorry. except for like Spawn, I did put all. <laughs> All the spawn books are in one spot, and this is from uh, like CLZ. You know, I, I if I'm working on spawn books, I didn't want to have to go all the way to K for King Spawn and all this, so I just retitled them in there to all be spawn first. And I just well, that's how I have the, that's my attitude with all of them. Yeah, we talked about it yesterday, and this is might give some uh, vet collectors a little bit of an aneurysm, but all my Spider Man together. Yeah, I got amazing Spider Man web spectacular they're all non-stop they're all in the s yeah you told me you put detective under b for batman 
And I, yeah, I did that because they started putting Batman above Detective in the title. You know, at least on the cover. I haven't looked at the, in, is it Indica or the way you said it, Patrick? Which is the right way to say that word? But anyway, it, I don't know what it is in the Indica, but on the cover, it says Batman Detective Comics. So I'm like, okay, I guess this is a B now. I think it just says Detective Comics. Because they take, they've, uh, you can prove me right if you want. Do you want me? to prove you wrong because they've changed it from time to time okay so you're admitting it does say sometimes batman on the cover yeah yeah that's it's what i'm talking about oh you're talking about the indica yeah it's always detective inside oh, okay yeah yeah i think you're probably right too but the cover is what drives me oh, nuts yeah. i can't take it i yeah, can't take it that. yeah all right let's get back to uh the subject at hand here that was a good topic though i figured that would be the longest one okay who's next go ahead patrick's next i think no, nah, I mean, I only had really the one big one. I'll just chime in on anybody else's if I have any comments. Okay. We'll hey, with, does it, just incidentally, does it sound intense when I do this and I talk louder? Like, yes. Does it get intense? It's intimidating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Mike, what's your next one? I do have to mention real quick, though. It's funny, these things, you know, we, I don't think we've really ever discussed things like this, you know, off podcast or just on the, you know, the, on the Facebook group, but. It's funny how many of these are common between us. And I, yeah, I know the one that Mike has coming up on down the line here. I, it's like, <laughs> I know we're kindred, kindred spirits, Mike, because because of this, you know, so go ahead. All right. Oh, yeah. When similarities are come come to come to my mind, you two are definitely, <laughs> I think, the arguably the most similar uh, in the group, you know, which right. is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Mike, go. All right. <laughs> Um, the next thing I'll do, because I have pictures. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you do get those key books, uh, the, I, I recommend saving your money and only using Mylar for keys. And uh, this is a picture of a four mil Mylar, which are really difficult to deal with. Um, it's just extra. It's so thick that you, you cover that, you know, you fold that down. They don't sit in the box very well. Because that top part is uh, it's just larger, so it pushes everything forward. What I recommend is the two mil mylar for your key books. Awesome. So there's a there's a big difference there. Yeah, you can see it and feel it. So um, other than other than those, uh, just a standard uh, bag and board. Me personally, I don't like modern size. Uh, it, it hugs the books way too much and then there's too much movement within the box and you'll end up getting um, like a, an indentation on the cover from the book in front of it. So uh, I, I think the Silver Age bags and boards are the best. So, Well, you actually, I, I got, those are two separate ones for me, but uh, chiming in on both ears. Or Silver Age in regular size. I think it's called regular. No, I think it's called a couple different. They call it regular and modern. You know, the, depending on the company of the bag, yeah. they might have different terminology. Yeah. yeah. Silver um, and the bag, I think, is silver regular. So my comment about Mylar, first of all, you got more ex extensive on it with the actual which Mylar is best. But I just put, and then you said keys. I just put to Mylar... Uh, year old or more books of over $20 in value. That's what I would do personally. 
And the reason I have the year thing is because all kinds of, you know, newer books will have this flash and hot flash of being over to, you know, I don't recommend mylaring something as soon as it's worth 25 bucks because two months from now, it might not be worth 25 bucks anymore, you know, and that can get kind of expensive. So I'm trying to minimize the, what I mylar as much as I, in my personal opinion, think I can. So if it's a year old and it's worth over 20 bucks, it's probably going to stick. So I recommend mylaring those. And I put 20 bucks just as kind of a random number you can kind of pick, but advice to a new collector, if you find a, if you get a book that has blank value and you think you want to keep that, or you should be keeping, caring a little bit more about keeping that one in shape rather than regular bags and boards. Uh, that's what I'd mylar. And then I uh, just, my other one is agreeing with you completely, Mike, that uh, silver bags and boards are the way to go, in my opinion, too, because of the things you said as well. And I also, just to chime on to that, too, from the same company. Yeah. Because silver will be different with BCW versus here's are hard to find bags or whatever, you know. So get the bags and the boards from the same company so it doesn't, because I think we did that especially when uh, getting bags were thin. We had uh, silver bags from BCW still, or silver boards from BCW. And then they had this other, off, I don't even know what brand of bags it was at our LCS that we just got. And they the board totally didn't fit in the bag. It wiggled in the bag, you know, so yeah. it was too much space. So same company as well. So Did you have anything to chime in on that one, Pat? No. Okay. All right, so my next one, uh, this might seem kind of hokey to people, but again, with me just dealing with this this week a lot, being older, thinking about my back, uh, and really kind of, I had boxes kind of, I had stacks and boxes kind of everywhere as my organization. And sometimes the boxes can be annoying when you pick them up and put them down and what you're under the impression your books are facing you or away from you. So this is something I started doing a couple years ago, which again, it might be hokey, you might think it's dumb, but this is what I do. I actually indicate what is the front according to the way the, the, the comics are facing in the box. <laughs> I'll put front, you know, so right. I'll know when I put my box down the way I want to, when I want the books facing, I don't put them down backwards and then I'm like, oh, especially with long boxes. Then I'm going to be like, oh man, I got to pick this up and turn it around. So I'd actually put front. And then to double down, I then would put back on the other side. <laughs> and then to triple down, I put a R and an L on the side. So no matter what part side of the box, at. yeah, no matter what side of the box you're looking at, you know which way your books are facing for when you're manipulating the boxes a lot, which you, which I do a lot. So it always drives me nuts. I'm like, oh man, especially it's like one second after I just picked up a heavy box, moved it and set it down. And I look at it, I'm like, oh man, I gotta flip this around, you know, being a big baby about it, you know? When there's 30 of them that can get taxing. I didn't yeah. come here to work out. I came to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> organize my collection. Yep. So anyway, I mark my uh, boxes. With the front, back, right side, left side indications of some type. So make sure it's the box, not the lid. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, not the lid. I actually did make that mistake at one point in time because uh, 
Yeah, because I'm dumb like that, you know. <laughs> but yeah, and the and another important thing with that is you got to make sure it's on the box below where the lid would come. Because I've done that too, where I've indicated like right at the top of the box, I put the lid on, you can't see it anyway. <laughs> you know. So. Okay, Mike, yep. what's your next one? Um, my next one is about tape. If you don't okay. use resealable bags, I think Kevin's come around. He prefers resealable bags. I tried them for about five hundred bags and uh i just uh, i like to i like to tape it myself for one reason when when i take the book out i completely remove the piece of tape and i actually crinkle it up and i throw it away i get it out of my area wow um, and i do that because i have already set books on tape caught books while i'm taking it out i catch it all the time um i i sometimes i i get overconfident and i'll still pull a book out with tape on it and I'll get reminded that's not a good idea. Um, and I've ruined books by having a resealable bag, taking it out, and it's the flap is still up, so that that sticky part is still exposed. And I've set a book on it, and uh, it'll especially a a, a modern Marvel book. You know those covers are real, real thin, and that uh, takes it the ink right off. Uh, so I tape everything and throw it away. Um, you just need a little small piece of tape. You don't need three inches of tape and I would recommend not going straight up and down one piece at an angle. It can go one way or the other, just whatever you you prefer sliding your finger from whatever direction pops it right off. I, I go our, our LCS, they put straight up and down on both sides and you try to take it off and it just messes up the bag, messes up the tape, everything. Yeah. So uh, but the key, get rid of that tape when you're taking that book out. <laughs> because it'll damage it so scotch right, so, uh, yeah scotch magic tape yeah that's the kind you want to i use. um i've got to chime in on that it was it's on my list as well and basically i just put uh, uh when using tape tape diagonally well that's a go. big one like you mentioned because then it'll just tear if you don't but i'm still with the resealables and i get what you're saying because that's happened to me too but I'm going with the risk and just being careful with that factor because the dog ears drive me more nuts. Uh, yeah, I like to put tape. Yeah, I try to put, I like to put the tape in them, just one single piece of tape in the middle, which, you know, will ultimately make the edges dog ear up. And then I think Johnny told us before he does the double tape on each end. So it doesn't dog ear. Mm -hmm. But then what's happened to me with that in the past is I've gotten books caught in the middle of the uh of, of the flap yeah of the bag before as well you know so i've i've landed on uh the resealables but i will say this about the resealables everybody has seems to have even when we were short bags you know when the industry or whatever was having a hard time providing bags everybody always has the regular bags but it was even tougher to find the resealables. And even during regular times, when th times aren't so tough, resealables can't be found. So it drives me nuts how I would love to just have resealables for all of them, but they are slim to find. So I still deal with regular bags regularly. So it's not something that I'm firm on, uh, but but I, I like the resealables a lot at this point. All right, so I agree with everything you said, basically just to add that. Mm -hmm. All right, then, uh, this is a big one for me 
and I'm sure we've all said this to to ourselves many times, but I still consistently, constantly say it to myself. And again, someday it's going to stick. Make a day a week, or even if it's every other week, just some kind of consistent time for yourselves for logging, reading, and filing as you get the books, rather than letting them build up and then having to deal with all of this at the same time. And it becomes a big chore, which ultimately will make you put it off even more, especially for procrastinators like myself, put it off even more. And then it builds up more and then blah, blah, blah. And then one day you're going to have the strength to push through, but you're going to have five long boxes worth of stuff you got to do all this with and a bunch of books. Like we talked about, you should be getting these books to read anyway, that you haven't read that you're behind on. You always, everyone always hears us comment about how, we need to catch up. We need to catch up. So just try to get into some kind of consistent groove one day a week, every other week, whatever, and, and read it, log it in whatever way you're using to log it and then file it, get it over with while you got six comics that week, or maybe even less, you know, Tyler only gets, well, he had a big week this week, but if you got like four titles a month, you might only have one week where you might have one week where one title comes out. Just read it, log it, file it immediately. Don't do your best not to let them yeah. build up. That's a, you know, big thing for me. Yep. I agree. Would you, did you have something to say about that? Patrick, you seem to uh, react to that one pretty heavily. No, that's a great idea in theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. These are all theoretical, but if we could train our young self to be this, it'd be perfect, right? Yeah. Even myself now. Well, it's hard now because uh, just availability and price. Uh, uh, the store I went to the other day, it was $20 for backing boards. So they're, oh, still, yeah. they're still at the store. I, and I, I probably need, I've got about two months worth of books uh, just, just sitting there, neat bag and boarded. So, not by choice. Yeah, that's actually one of my other ones that's kind of separate is to always keep a backstock of tapes, bags, and boards, tape bags, and boards, you know. Well, I do again, that, but then I run into, you know, where I run out of money because I bought too many books and I don't have money for bags and boards. So I utilize, I use up all my spares. Did you just say your piece of advice is to make sure you buy bags and boards first then before you buy comics? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I know. No, yeah, the book's going to disappear. The boards will be around again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. All right, so what was your next one, Mike? This kind of goes back to what you're saying, logging books. Uh, use mm -hmm. an app. Obviously, we all use CLZ. Um, it's very inexpensive. A lot of great tools in that app. And they also, not only do they do comic books, they do books they do music, movies, so you can get all kinds of things. So use an app. Uh, League of Comic Geeks is a great one that I use for upcoming books. You can set your own pull list on there so you see what just what books you have coming up. Um, there's just a lot of information. There's a, a community on there so you can talk about stuff as well. So do research in there. Uh, and that leads into be careful of variant covers so you don't accidentally buy the same book. A lot of books are having variant covers now. So uh, if you're if you're aware of what's coming out and what each issue looks like, that helps. 
but that's okay. Yeah, that's uh, that that is a really good point that I didn't even think of. Yeah, um, not only just maintaining what your collect what's in your collection, but also to keep you from yeah buying stuff you don't intend to buy because it has a cool variant cover and you thought it was a different book. Right. Uh, you mentioned uh, we all use CLZ, but Patrick actually doesn't. So what oh, do you use, Pat? Right. That's right. Uh, I use Comic Base. And did you say that's old old software? So so you don't recommend a new collector getting into that, or or is it, no. you think it's good for new collectors? Yeah, too? I think it's it's still being supported today. It's just I I am behind. I'm very behind on my logging, and uh, one of these days I'll get back around to it when I can organize my collection a little better. But yeah, you should log as you get them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Not a bad idea. You know, it's easy to talk trash like I am right now whenever I've had a good week or so. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not trying to pretend for five minutes. I don't fail far more often than not as far as what you're describing to it being all this being in theory stuff. Uh, so my next one is um, how you maintain your books in the boxes. And Mike actually taught me this one, I believe, uh, with tabs you know in between the titles and you know i was putting a tab well actually i was spending the the money on the they actually have tab boards you, know, you can buy a pack of them that have the tab on the top that's another thing i learned this is gonna this isn't even on my list but because this is what mike told me or taught me that just you don't use old crappy backing boards that you get you know, from old books that you replace or whatever and buy the small pack of like 50 tabs and stick those on the top of an old backing board and, and use those to, those to divide your books. And I used to try to divide them by title, but that gets way too much. So now I do again, what Mike does where you just put a tab per letter, you know, so you got to a tab sticking out above all your books with these are where the T's start. These are where the, you know, and what's nice when you do that, it's flexible. So, uh, the, the yeah, that's another thing too. Yeah. Yeah. And these are, you put the, the lid on it and they all just flex right down. Yeah. The, when you spend the big money on the actual boards that are created with a tab on it. Yeah. You put a lid on it and it, it basically just goes down as far as those tabs are. But yeah, if you do it, what you just described with the tabs, you just put on an old board, then they'll lay right over when you put the box lid on. Yeah. So anyway, that was my next one. Mm -hmm. You got another one, Mike? I have one last one and that's read the books that you get, which we all intend to do, but we get behind because uh, you don't want to buy, you know, seven, eight issues of something and you start reading it and you realize that you don't like it at all and you've wasted you know, 30 bucks, 40 bucks on stuff that you have no interest in reading. So that's a big one. I want to start to incorporate that more into the show and the website and, you know, social networking in general as well. Cause I think ironically enough, it's kind of an understated thing. You know, we talked about how I have a percentage you, you uh, is, or how, how important a cover is to whether you purchase a book or not versus caring about the content and stuff. And, and that kind of relates to the whole reading aspect, but then we get behind relating obviously to the reading aspect and it's just, yeah, read your books. It's it, yeah. it needs to be said more than you think it does. That just as a constant reminder, that's important. That's, a, that's arguably the most important thing 
So spending all this time on everything else is fun, but reading should be the focus. That's, yeah, that's the whole point to the why it's being created in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so I have seven more. Um, wow. <laughs> I'm going to cut through these real quick, though. So, this, and a couple of them, again, Mike, you taught me. I, I like what you did recently with the Acceler collection. Um, to, to make a label for the front of your boxes to what's in the box rather than writing on the boxes <laughs> and you know i i enjoy writing on the boxes and yeah, you do. my collection tells Sharpie <laughs> loves my, you. yeah <laughs> the, all the front of my long boxes are a wreck because there's 18 titles that were in there and they're all scribbled out and then a new one at the bottom you know but just make some kind of label on the front of your boxes to what the contents of the box are is this is a financial tip uh so rather than buying customized boxes, and I'm going to give a little shout out to Troy on this one because, you know, it's one of those one of these obvious things that me and you used to actually do in the past, uh, Mike. But Troy brought it to the front of my mind recently when I was looking for a spawn customized spawn uh, short box, and I said they don't exist because you know Todd really doesn't mess around with you know merchandising his stuff to other companies much. Uh, but just, you don't even have to customize, you don't have to buy a customized box, you know, customize it yourself. Take a comic that you spent four bucks on. Cut it up. You don't care. Yeah. And cut it up. Take the awesome covers you love on comics that aren't worth anything or the ones you find in quarter bins, put those on, you know, if you want to make a cool spawn box and, and I think it'd actually be even better than a customized one. If you customize it yourself, cause it's like, I did that and it'll look exactly the way you want it. I think that's a fun uh, way to a cheaper way to customize your boxes, which I think are, is very cool in general. But could use yeah. your old previews. Yeah, yeah, yeah old preview. That's a good idea too. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Unless it has Miles uh, Morales on it, and then that's <laughs> a whole other subject <laughs> on first appearances. Right, right, right. Uh, then, I, then uh, on the flip side of that financial <laughs> argument. Um, I also wish earlier, and again, this is an affordability factor. If you can get plastic boxes as opposed to cardboard boxes, as soon as you can get them, start doing it. Because I think Johnny pointed out a few episodes ago as well that you, you buy it, it's you got it forever. You know, as opposed to how many long boxes you think we've thrown away in our lives. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, lots, you know, and they're not as expensive as a plastic box, but I'd... If I could do the math on the, the long boxes that I've thrown away in the past or have gotten ruined in one way or the other and caused me to throw them away, you know, versus the cost of a plastic box, I think it might pan out if you can afford them because they are expensive, you know, and, just, and they obviously protect the books better. You know, if you have some how many times you hear about, you know, I had a flood or my cat went to the bathroom on my boxes or whatever the case may be. You got those plastic boxes, you're safe. You know, well, the flood, you're still going to have some problems, but you'd still be in much better shape than you are with the cardboard boxes, you know? Yeah. And I was going to throw it like, that's a great advice for a new collector. Some of these things we're talking about um, are, won't come into play until you've been collecting for 20 years. Right. <laughs> got, yeah. You know, 20 long boxes, things like that. But um, if you, if you start doing the, the, the habits now, it pays off Yeah, 20 years down. Another financial one, but this is something we're dealing with now, again, with a lot of experience, but 
I wish we would have thought about this a long time ago. If you like slabbing books, uh, which I'm, uh, if you've heard me talk about it in the past, I'm not a big fan, but uh, some people are. And if you like slabbing books, get on a cycle of that as soon as you can. Since it takes so long to get books mm -hmm. back. You know, if you get on some kind of good cycle, then you'll, yep. you could basically feel like you're getting a book back a month, but you kind of have to start that cycle a year ago, you know? Um, if you, if you want to go that route, I think that's a good way to, to, cause I feel like we're still in a place right now where slabbing isn't on our mind because we haven't gotten the returns from the ones we've invested already. But, ima but I imagine once our cycle kind of plays through, it'll be easier once we open a box and we get two or three slab books and it's awesome to then also put in an order that month as well for, for the new books we want to send off for slabbing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So getting on a cycle like that, I think is really yeah, cool. I just did that personally this month. I sent one book and it's uh venom number nine, the one in 10 animated variant. So it's got uh, uh, Spider-Man noir on the cover and I found it for okay. cents. And yeah, that, that's a great pickup. Yeah. So that's, that's this month. And then next month I have another one that I'll just send one, one a month. And yeah. then in a year, they'll start coming back when I'm. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, that's exactly yeah my point. Yeah. So then another thing I did a, a while ago, but I, uh, I'm so happy every time I do it is when you're going to pick up your books on new comic book day, it's cool if you have one of those hard uh, carrying boxes, you know, we've got, there's a, there's a few different versions of them, but they're, you know, about what's that like maybe five inches thick. Yeah, there you go. Get one of these uh, when you go a yeah. new comic book day. Magnets right protect, there. Yeah, protect your new books as you get them. And if you're going to new comic book day regularly, yeah. you probably shouldn't have a week, especially new guys, you know, uh, or girls. You shouldn't, you know, probably have, you probably won't have so many in one week that won't fit in there. If you do get a couple of them. But man, how many times do we wish we would have had those when it's rainy outside? Yeah. Or just when you got driving to do afterwards and you're all like holding your hand on the bag on the seat beside you so they don't fall everywhere, you know, but you have one of those, you can put them in there, boom, you're set, you know? Yeah. So, so get one of those for your new comics every week. Um, this is another thing I wish I would have done a long time ago, but they have uh, long box drawer shells that you can put your long boxes in for when you stack them. Yeah, I got one of those. You get a bunch of. No, I'm kidding. You got one of those there too. Okay. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, okay. I was gonna say we need that accelerator. <laughs> <laughs> We're short right now, like We're three. Short. And that's what that what that's what reminded me to put this tip too. We're, so we've spread out an acceler. So we've got like three stacked, then three stacked, and three stacked. And I'm like, I'm not getting those bottom ones. They're just, I'm not messing with those unless something pushes me to mess with those bottom but if they were in a shell i'd totally mess with them mm -hmm. you know because when you have them in the shell they just come out like a drawer and go back into the drawer you don't have to move any other books out of the way it's great do you have those patrick i have a couple i wish i mean i wish they were all like that but you know, that's i know that's right that's what i'm saying if you were a new collector and you could go back and convince yourself and you had the money of course well don't you wish you did that from the beginning it'd be great yeah. right or the only like, draw sorry or you know, as Mike brought me into the world of filing cabinets. Yeah, yeah, filing cabinets. Supply and demand and supporting that and, you know, capitalism and all, you know, and I'm all about it. So this is the way I look at it. So spend 50% of 
or less of your comic budget on new books. So if you decide you can afford 40 bucks a month on books, just spend 20 on new books and go to a, go to find seek out the dollar bins or or a cheap lot on eBay or quarter bins that are, they're out there or specials like we've got stores around here you I'm sure you're the same Patrick where it's like buy 10 get 10 they'll have crazy specials that you can get books at a dollar or less you know if you got 40 bucks and you're looking to get some books spend 20 on the new ones just to support the industry so it keeps going and then spend the other 20 on getting more books for your, you know, for your buck and uh, go that route. Uh, because I can't tell you how many times, and again, I'm using Johnny for this because I think every time it comes up, my, well, not every time now we've, it's happened enough times, but for a while there, every time it came up, it was Johnny there like, Hey, look at this. This was just out three months ago. And we're like, Oh man, I just paid five bucks of that. And he's pulled, he pulls it out of a 50 cent box, you know, or whatever. <laughs> so it's just the books. That's why we're talking about not specking too much, especially as a new collector, because you're going to get burnt <laughs> most times. So if you want to spend the five bucks a book, spend it to read it. And if you uh, are looking to add on your collection regularly, seek out the cheaper ways because there's lots of them and you can get books that are only a couple months old in a dollar bin all day long. So... Well, that's that's a great tip for new new readers, new collectors, because they can, you know, see what's out there and sample and see what they like. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good thought too. Right, a cheaper way to to kind of feel feel things out to even see where you want to be in the right. in the hobby. Yep. All right, so that's all I had on that topic. <laughs> I actually had I you know I, I put top ten list on this first, and then I got to like eleven, and I was like, oh, I got eleven. And then I was like, oh wait, and I got to seventeen. So that's. <laughs> So anyway, anybody else have anything else to chime on uh, in that uh, the unique topic of the week? Budget. That's it. Try not to try not to go beyond your budget because then you start you know using the electric bill money and can't read in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's just good financial advice in general. Yeah. Anyway, aside from comics, yeah, just don't 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 overextend yourself. It ain't worth it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The books your will be life will, Yeah, the, your, your life will get better and those books will still exist. And just like I pointed out again, most of them will be cheaper than when you were planning on buying them originally anyway. <laughs> so, all right, that takes us into the next topic, which is Patrick's collectibles on the horizon. Yeah. I saw you've got quite a bit uh, to talk about this week. I got a few things. I don't, I don't want to go too long, but the, I just want to mention, yeah, I, I was, I had my pictures all slotted in there, but I, I, I had this whole intended item I wanted to show you guys and I, a whole bit behind it and it all fell through. Uh, I was going to show oh. you guys, I, was gonna, I wanted to show you guys the uh, new Star Wars dark saber that's out on the market. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, had, I had a whole... Oh, wow. You know, a whole bit written up, and I was going to have Chelsea chime in and say, you know, I believe this uh, topic was covered last week, probably much better than you could do anyway. So, <laughs> I, you know, I want to give a shout out to Mark for filling in last week. He did a great job. Um, I, he yeah. did such a good job that the Darksaber is nowhere to be found on shelf store shelves around here. Wow. So, <laughs> nice. Totally blew my bit, but he did a great job filling in for me last week. So thank you, Mark. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> so 
basically, I'm just going to, let me switch things around here. I'm going to uh, probably blow through these pretty quickly. I just want to okay. show everybody, it's, it's amazing, you know, when a, a little bit of marketing behind a movie comes out. You know, I think even more so than the Marvel movies, Warner Brothers is out in full force supporting the Batman. It's, <laughs> it's crazy, you know? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, uh, man. The... The number that, you know, Walmart has these big pallets set up of Batman product. It's a just, lot. just a lot, you know? Yeah. But hopefully, you know, there, there's some cool stuff. You know, a lot of McFarland's making these, these uh, planograms and a lot of cool figures there. Um, you know, ranging from role play stuff for kids to collectible stuff to the more kid playability type toys you know what i mean and legos yeah. always in there too uh then moving on i wanted to quickly touch on this this is this i guess was this is a walmart marvel legends exclusive of doctor strange it was on the website for a while and then it disappeared and it came back this week so if you're looking for it it might still be a bit available but it's sort of like the classic comic book doctor strange and last year there's there's a there's this digital sculptor paul harding and i shared it i don't know if anybody remembers this where he was doing like busts of marvel in the 70s and dr strange was one of them i think they're also doing a hulk but you know this dr strange comes with you know the you know the original appearance where dr strange had the blue mask and there's also an alternate head of sort of like a spell casting dr strange in there and it also had some nice kevin nolan art on the back there but actually, they this this goes back to a topic we had covered before. They they scrubbed his uh, signature off the artwork, so he gets no credit in the box anywhere. But a nice little Kevin Nolan, Doctor Strange on the back, and you know, I, you know, I, I I said I was going to try to get away from the superhero toys, but it just you know, missing last week and, and something popped up on my radar this week was I'm a big fan of this line, which is the the Marvel Retro 375 figures. This wave is currently hitting stores um, with Dark Phoenix, Wolverine, Venom, Mr. Fantastic, and Falcon. So it's starting to pop up at Targets. Um, I'm all over that. Yep. I, yeah. I got to have that Wolverine especially. Yep. <laughs> the, the, the one drawback, the one nitpick on that Wolverine is you can't tell from this picture. I don't have a close-up picture. But for some reason, they did not paint the black stripes on his boots it's kind of a bummer maybe they'll maybe they'll get to that in a revision wave down the mm -hmm. line it's a minor nitpick but i i love these they're basically doing characters from the 70s and 80s time period they're trying to stick to that so you're getting a lot of classic looks not a lot of modern characters they save the modern characters for the the marvel legend six inch line but uh, so far, you know, I'm just I'm really loving this line, and, and the reason I brought this up, not only was the Wave Five hitting stores, but Wave Six was announced this week. Yeah. Only four figures. They're gonna do like a fill-in because people are having a hard time finding some of the older ones, which I appreciate. They're you know they're trying to keep the line collectible to everyone, and I think they're throwing in Black Panther and Black Symbiote Spider-Man in, in this wave to fill it out. But this was the first look we got it thor the thing green goblin and black widow so 
you know, again, they have a hard time not buying every single one of those. Every time I see them, they're all so great. Yeah. And and, and it's not only the, you know, the figures, but in the time period they're hitting on here, but the, I I love the card art, you know, they look great on card. I haven't opened any of mine. Um, I think they look great on the card as is, but we actually have some of these for sale on Excel right now. Yep. Yeah. We've got daredevil, Electra, uh, electro, and I think that might be it actually. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and Very cool. I, I mentioned these, these are the three and three quarter inch scale. So they're the smaller figures. And I thought this was interesting because I, th- I think it was like two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, McFarland had been announcing some new toys and he showed what he's calling the, the DC page punchers. And basically they're, I think they're closer to four inches. Um, but they're in that smaller scale. They're very detailed, not a lot of articulation, but they look really cool. You know, McFarland's known for the, the sculpting. Hopefully they'll get some really good paint apps, sculpting. They may not have a lot of action to them, but at this small scale, maybe that doesn't matter as much. Uh, yeah. And they each come with, a, I'm a, you know, assuming a reprint of a comic clamshelled inside. So that's kind of cool too. Yeah, it's very cool. Yep. Yep. And yeah, and I don't know those. when these are coming out, uh, but he showed you know the the four there. I like that. You know, I'm I'm starting to sort of lean toward towards that smaller scale again. You know, I I I like a lot of the Marvel Legends, a lot of the, the Star Wars Black series, but man, they start taking up a lot of room. And even these even these smaller figures take up a lot of room. But it's that, that smaller scale size, you know, scale that Easier. we kind of grew up with. You know, with the yeah. Star Wars figures and GI Joe. And uh, I kind of like it, but yeah, that was it. I just, I didn't want to take up too much time. I don't think there was a lot of new stuff coming out this week, but uh, that's, uh, that's it for the collectibles on the horizon for this week, I believe. Yeah. I, I don't right, get cool. toys, but uh, th- yeah, those McFarlane ones are, those are very interesting to me. I like them. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, I, hope they, I hope they, I hope they do well. You know I mean? It, it's, it's good. Marvel has tried this too, where they, you know, going back to, you know, the early series when it, I think it was Toy Biz where they tried to include the comic book with the figure. I mean, why not? I mean, I, I don't understand yeah. why Marvel doesn't do more of that with movie tie-ins, you know, putting the yeah. comics out there. So if you can you can put a reprint in there with a with a figure and sell it to a kid and get new readers, it's, it seems like a no-brainer to me. Yep. Just like the old G.I. Joe cartoons. Uh, yeah, they all put that all together. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, like you said, it's it, it just doesn't make sense not to do it. You know? Yeah. All right, but that was awesome, though. That was a bunch of good stuff. I definitely want it all. <laughs> but <laughs> as I've said before, I try to resist uh, getting into toy collecting for multiple reasons. Biggest one, I can't afford it. I guess the second biggest one is my, my wife is already annoyed with everything I get already. So <laughs> Space. Our you know yeah that's why she's annoyed yeah because it bleeds out of the space i'm allowed to have into the space i'm not supposed to have right exactly like the kitchen table on most weeks for example yeah all right so that'll move us into our final regular segment and we're gonna have to and i think we talked about keeping this one a little bit shorter and sweeter than we have the last couple weeks as well um kind of more talking about the comics we read this week first thing i got this is written by Matt Kent, and the artists are Tyler Jenkins 
and uh, Hillary Jenkins does the colors. It, this I, I read the first issue a couple weeks ago, and I was not overly impressed. I read the second issue, and I loved it. So I went back and reread the first issue, and it, it was so much better. The uh, okay, yeah. What's the deal in general with it? So the Apache Delivery Service is actually airstrikes. <laughs> There's uh, the main character is um, his name's Ernie Nez. And he states many times he's not an Apache. They keep referring to him as Apache. He keeps saying, I'm not an Apache. I'm a Navajo. Uh, but basically, he goes out by himself and he calls in airstrikes because he, he doesn't like to, he just likes to be alone. And at one point, he gets captured by this gentleman right here on the right. We go to issue two and they are searching for Nazi gold in Vietnam. Now, I don't know a lot about history if there's any Nazi gold in Vietnam or if uh if it's you know it's just a rumor that it was there and they're going looking for it okay and he's he needs uh he basically needs Ernie for tracking and for searching since he knows the area so well since he's calling all these airstrikes he needs him to help him find some caves so okay. that was uh my first read then I went on to issue four of the rush this is written by Cy Spurrier and Nathan Gooden is the artist. And I thought this was interesting. He's also the art director at Vault Comics. And he does a lot of art for their books. Things I found out in this issue that I didn't realize before. But uh, the, the main character, her name's Nettie. She had gone out looking for her son. Um, she decides to go back to the town she came from, Dawson. And uh, she still believes her son's missing. She believes he's still alive. And on the way, they run into uh, this guy. I thought he was part spider, but he's actually not. He actually rides the spider. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's, I mean, he's really, really crazy looking with his face, especially kind of all swirly like that. So on their way back, you know, things go downhill quickly. And I'll leave the rest for you to find out when you read it. Okay. Um, so those are... The two books that I read this week. All right, Patrick, you ready? You want me to go next? Go ahead, Kevin, if you can. Okay, I don't have any cool graphics. I was just going to show mine. Uh, Detective 1054. Uh, this is another tip to new readers. Uh, try to keep up as often as you can because if you try to randomly read a book you're not up on, sometimes you don't know what the heck's going on. And <laughs> that's kind of the situation with this book. It's There's a lot of craziness going on. I can't even uh, begin to explain exactly where it's at, but I can tell you it, it's, it's well done and I enjoyed it, although a little bit confused. But it's one of those things too. Another tip for a new reader, it's... You plow through a couple, three issues, you catch up in no time, you know. And, but this is the first detective I've probably read in a year, you know. So that's why I'm so far behind. Uh, then Spawn, 327. Uh, this was the cover that I voted for last week, too, that didn't win. Right. Um, but <laughs> love the cover, obviously. And uh, the story's great. Uh, you know, as, you, as I like with the covers of my books to have to do with the content of the book, this is a, 
this is a story really centered around haunt and this is the other thing that's kind of funny too we talked about it too patrick and we, and we didn't even comment on this cover but he totally his bottom half of his mouth is exposed you know we talked about that with the action figure yeah, you played right. out. yeah and then and yeah and every part of the book he's in here you can see the bottom of his mouth okay so, you know I, I guess we sounded especially me being a spawn fan sounded pretty ignorant acting like he doesn't usually look like that but that was a great book uh, i loved it like i said it's it's kind of centered around uh haunt and he is poisoned and he's on this mission to find the antidote uh to put it plain and simple that's kind of the main focus of the book and then speaking of books i'm having read i've got a ton of these tales of science fiction john carpenter I mean, this is, this cover isn't particularly awesome, but uh, this is a number one in a story arc uh, called Civilians, and that's a you know these aren't like numbered uh, each book; it's just the number in the story. So this is you know this is going to have three issues. This is one of three of the story arc called Civilians, and then there'll be another uh, tales you know John Carpenter tales of science fiction. Then that will be a totally different story, and it'll be one through four, whatever it is. There's nothing that I can explain in this really, except a bunch of weird stuff's happening with people. You can kind of see people falling out of the ground as kind of a, or falling out of the ground, falling out of the air as kind of a spoiler. Um, but no one has any idea why it's happening. Kind of has a what's that bad uh, Mark Wahlberg movie? The happening. Yeah. <laughs> the happening. Yeah. Whatever you said that, I was like, that sounds like the happening. Yeah, this is very similar to the happening too. Yeah, the people are like doing stupid things and they even uh put us inside their head too them talking to themselves like why am i doing this why am i doing this as they're walking out into traffic so there's huh. stuff like that happening like i said very similar to the happening um with that's just going on in that book and, it, and it's well done the art you know i don't even know who did it the art isn't too overwhelming but um it's not bad so i'm going to continue reading those and i've got literally probably 50 of these tales of science fiction i'm gonna be reading them more because uh well not only because you know i'm a sci-fi guy but partially because i i mentioned how i loved heavy metal and reading that recently and this kind of has a heavy metal type feel to me uh as far as the way the stories are told as well so i'm gonna probably be revisiting those those will probably be on my what i read for the next foreseeable future because right. i'm going to catch up on all the old ones and then as the new the new ones as they come out so that's what i read this week um mouse and then those three books what you got patrick i think this is kind of from the last two weeks but yeah, know, okay. not, not a lot but i didn't think i was going to sit down with that image timeline and look through it as much as i did but it's it's funny the way time sort of compresses in on itself and you don't realize how much happened in such a short amount of time and, yeah. and reading through those early years of image is just crazy you know they it uh the one thing i, I that kind of that kind of struck me too was uh the comment with it when the guys were sort of getting ready to leave marvel they went to the marvel ceo terry stewart you know kind of told them their plans and he told them, you know, quote, 
well, this is this is from this is all. Comp- let me let's just say this was all compiled by Jim Valentino, one of the Image founders. Okay. And he says this is all fact. You know, he he didn't want to. He just wanted to lay everything out on the table. And basically, Terry Stewart told him, "You boys don't get that anyone can pick the cotton." Saying, you know, you guys are a dime a dozen. We can fill in. We can get anybody to draw these books for us. Mm. It you guys, you know, you yeah. basically don't matter to us. And that's and I always kind of I've seen references to Todd calling Marvel the plantation. Yeah. But so now things kind of all kind of make sense. Yeah, that where this yeah. was coming from, you know. But Image eventually was formed in '92. But then it's it's funny how quickly things sort of, you know, sort of went awry. You know, '95, uh, Jim Lee and Rob Liefeld went and did Heroes Reborn back at Marvel. You know, it seems like. That was like on, so far on down the line, but it was just a few years later, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then you know, Mark Silvestri resigns from Image. He eventually comes back, of course. You know, then you have Rob getting voted out by the rest of the Image founders, and that was in you know, the '96 time period, you know. And you know, then finally Jim Lee selling all of Wildstorm to DC was only in 1998, six years after Image was founded. It's just it's like it's kind of it's hard to wrap your head around how. All that happened so quickly. It's a crazy story, definitely. Yep. Yeah. And I won't spend too much time on Sweet Paprika and Dare and Devil's Reign. Um, it, it you know, Paprika is sort of right in the middle of their storyline. It's it's one big long continuous story by Mirka Andolfo. Um, great art. She's a very humorous writer, and I think she's finally to a point where whoever's helping her with the English translation, things are starting to hit a little better. Um, sometimes there was a little bit of awkwardness where she was didn't quite get like phrases and you know American terminology down where it kind of seemed clunky but it, it's getting a lot better but I, I still enjoy the book uh devil's reign I I think it was even though it was it was a good book it's sort of treading water it's number three not a lot happened here but it, it's still a strong book chip Sadarsky knows how to write all these individual characters and they all seem to mesh and make sense they seem on character nobody seems you know out of left field they all seem at you know like i said on character who they who they should be they don't act out of sorts so it makes i'm still enjoying this as an event book everything sort of meshes together and it's still entertaining to me that's good to hear that's yeah good again i think it's it's they owe this to the fact that it's directly spinning out creative team and all straight out of daredevil he had been building towards a lot of these things in his run and this is just sort of this chance to you know spread out across the marvel universe a bit more and bring more characters in and uh so far so good inferno you know this i i think this wrapped up a few months ago uh but I think there may have been some delays, and this is Jonathan Hickman's. I don't know if it's his swan song to the X Men universe, or he, you know, he he initially planned this out as to be, you know, a three act play, as far as I can read. He put forth a lot of great ideas, in my opinion. I I really enjoy what he started out doing here, but it seems as though, and from you know what I've read or heard, that Marvel kind of didn't want to move along so quickly they liked this status quo they wanted to get more books out of it more mileage out of this 
you know, what the X-Men are doing currently in the Marvel Universe. And so they either cut things short or padded a little bit too much, I think. And Jonathan Hickman wanted to move on. Um, so he's still sort of the overseer. And there's a possibility that he may come back to do these two other acts. But he kind of... And I guess we'll see where they go from here. I mean, I, I'm reading... I'm reading... I kind of put off reading the the current X-Men book till this wrapped up. So I got to jump back up on there and see where, what they're doing and see if I still am on board and see if they're kind of, you know, growing with his, what he, the seeds that he planted, you know, X-Men wise. But we'll see, we'll see. But that's, uh, yeah, I just want, I didn't want to spend too much time. That was, that was it for the last two weeks, I think. Well, that's definitely on my radars to what I need to read soon too. So I'm, that's, that's good to hear that you liked it. Yeah, not I'm a lot of, uh, not a lot of. Uh, it was a lot of dialogue, a lot of, you know, just going over and trying to wrap up what they needed to wrap up to move on. I think not yeah. a lot of. Uh, it, there was, it, you know, it's kind of short. Not a lot of characters really involved. It was mainly, you know, Professor X. Magneto, Moira McTaggart, you know, and the White Queen, uh, a lot of just sort of their machinations trying to wrap this storyline up. So we'll see where it goes from here. All right, awesome. We did pretty good. And and I think you mentioned it a few weeks ago, Mike. Yeah, it's a good motivator to, to keep up on what we've read, you know. Yeah, especially, you know, when you've got other people counting on you, it kind of yeah bring your a game you know? <laughs> <laughs> right 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 and i think you know like i said you know we need to be a little bit more practiced on a synopsis covering of each book because like patrick wasn't here a week and he had eight i envision reading more than three as soon as possible i'm sure you're probably the same way mike so if we've got like 10 books we need to have a way to rattle off yeah. yeah i read this 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 and this is the deal and boom you know you guys yeah. are better at this kind of thing anyway too because you're all talking about the artists and writers and everything i'm like ah oh, yeah it was good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but i think I, people you know people care about it both ways too so yeah. that's good yeah yeah well, I, what i was trying to do and i it seemed like patrick did the same thing you know i read two issues and he read you know what four or five issues of a series it's yeah. easier to wrap that up in a nice yeah. package so, yeah that's true that's true yeah so. <clears throat> all right so do you guys want to try to do a recap <laughs> i got a couple off the cuff so yeah go ahead i yeah you do them okay so i might come up with one all right so uh obi-wan is awesome and inquisitors are interesting all right that anything contests are fun they're nice. for the fans. Nice. They're free. Nice. Remember, nice. catch the live stream and catch us on the uh, podcast, Spotify podcasts. Yeah, and answer through the website, right? Answer gotcha. Through the website, yeah. yeah. Hey, Mike. Um, yeah. Once again, I'm legend. <laughs> the book is always better than the movies. <laughs> All right, I got another quick one. So, uh, being a new comic collector is tough, but don't give up. Don't give up. It pays off. It's worth it. I've often said <clears throat> to my wife and many others, 
that I think guys like us, you know, no offense to the guys that aren't like us. I'm not trying to get in a fight with the stud outside that doesn't read comics, but you know, guys like us tend to, uh, I don't, I, for lack of a better way to put it, kind of enjoy life in a different, arguably better way that like, you know, sometimes when, you know, life's tough and it can get you down in all these miscellaneous ways, you, you know, with us having hobbies like this, it's kind of easy to get over it with just changing our focal point to, to this kind of stuff that we love, you know? So, I mean, that kind of goes with all hobbies. So I'm just applying it to our hobby particular, you know, having a hobby in, in general is great. So anyway, being a comic, a new comic collector is tough, but don't give up, uh, you know, don't get frustrated. Just keep uh, finding what you like and you'll, you'll reach your groove. So anybody else? That's it. All right. So then just a couple uh fan reminders to close it out. Then one, please answer the questions and take the poll on Spotify at on the Spotify app for the podcast, please like to get more of that going. Uh, and then, uh, and up, you know, a reminder on our schedule. Uh, then an edited podcast of this live stream will be out tomorrow. Uh, then a pre-recorded midweek crawl through podcast will be on Thursday or Friday at the latest. And the Saturday short show, you said, Mike, that's going to get back to actually Saturdays. This unless week? We, yeah. Unless we get snow. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Saturdays. And then of course, another live stream uh, podcast next week. So that's our schedule. And then uh, just to throw this out there too, you know, follow us and subscribe to Acceler Comics on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And then, of course, regularly stop by to see what we have to offer uh, on the eBay store at Acceler uh, underscore comics. And then now check out the ExcelerComics.com with all the new cool stuff we've got on there that we plan on updating regularly uh, i don't really have any kind of time frame as to when any of that kind of stuff will particularly happen just uh if you check it out every couple of days there should be something something new up there to check out regularly on uh at, at accelercomics.com so i'll do it you guys got anything else nope yeah one more thing all right in last week's vote i voted for spider-man what i, I voted to meet spider-man <laughs> okay that's all I got. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and don't forget that appreciating great art is awesome. And reading a great story is fun. So why not pick up a comic book and do both? Accelerate. out. <laughs>